G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. An important development to talk about earlier this week on Wednesday. The new U.S. President Donald Trump nominated a new United States Supreme Court Justice to replace the man known as Antonin Scalia, who died over a year ago. Now, it was an important appointment, one that we Aussies may not fully appreciate because our system of government works a little differently. But Donald Trump nominated a conservative judge named Neil Gorsuch, well, Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch back with us again today and we'll talk through some of the issues and just how important that position is. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. It's great to be back. Bill, a year ago we were talking about the death of Antonin Scalia and the importance role that he held uh, on the Supreme Court in the US when it came to major decisions that were changing the values of a society because of uh, the different ideologies that exist in people who have different parts of a balance on that Supreme Court. How important is it that this new appointment this week has uh, has been nominated? Yes, well, it's always hugely important, uh, not just for America, but for the whole world. Obviously, what happens in the U.S. tends to have an impact for good or ill around the world. So uh, who this uh, ninth justice will be will be crucial. Uh, of course, the Supreme Court justices, well, in theory, they're only supposed to interpret the law. They're not supposed to legislate from the bench, but that's been happening. Uh, what we call judicial activism, where leftist judges decide they're going to kind of make things up as they go along. So you're... Uh, classic case, Roe versus Wade, where they basically uh, pulled out of the hat uh, a right to abortion. Uh, so that was an example of a far-reaching uh, leftist-dominated uh, court uh, having an impact, obviously, not just for America, but the whole world. I mean, many countries kind of fell like dominoes straight after that. So uh, who's on the court and, uh, you know, what their views are, are important. And at the moment, we have the eight very roughly, we could say kind of half and half, half conservative, half to the left. So obviously a, a conservative appointment by Trump would help in that swing vote and help tip, uh, hopefully, to the right side of things. Um, some of the upcoming cases uh, we just had uh, not long ago, of course, a ruling in America on homosexual marriage. So some very important topics. And so getting the right man in here will be uh, crucial. And interestingly, too, uh, that Donald Trump says that it was one of his primary key promises uh, that he made in the lead-up to the election, that he would appoint someone who was conservative and who would defend the Constitution. Uh, it is a, a promise that is being fulfilled if this man eventually makes it through uh, to have that appointment as uh, a Supreme Court judge. Yes, well, that's... The 
question uh, while Republicans all should be quite happy with him. Of course, the Democrats have already said they're going to fight him like tooth and nail. In fact, his original list of 21 possible nominees, the Democrats said they'd oppose any of those. So before they even knew who his specific uh, nominee would be, they've already said they're going to try to block him. So that will be a fight. But uh, yes, in this case, uh, he has uh, lived up to what he had said. I mean, mind you, sometimes he was all over the place. At one point, he was talking about his pro-abortion sister making for a great Supreme Court justice. So, you know, he's, he's kind of hard to nail down, but he did, uh, toward the end, talk about a more conservative uh, nominee, and uh, that's what we got with Neil Gorsuch, uh, 49-year-old from Denver. Uh, he's uh, written an entire book, for example, on euthanasia, a strong stance uh, protecting life. Uh, he's keen on religious freedom. He's, uh, you know, uh, well, he's Episcopalian. He actually studied under one of our leading Catholic legal philosophers, a strong pro-life Oxford prof. So he's got a good background, a good pedigree. He's pretty down-the-line solid, conservative on most things. So, yeah, so, I mean, he gets past the... Uh, the Democrats, uh, I think he'll be uh, doing some great things for America. And I imagine, Bill, why it's so important is because an appointment to the Supreme Court in the United States is a lifelong tenure. Uh, He's only 49 years of age, and so he therefore could be in that role for decades to come. Yeah, no, absolutely. 25, 30 years, easy. I mean, some of the guys there now are, you know, they're dinosaurs. Some of them just won't let go, uh, especially some of the lefties on the, the, the bench. But, uh, yeah, it's a lifelong appointment. So, you know, even if Trump is long gone and even if we get another Democrat president in the decades ahead, well, we'll still have, uh, unless barring some accident, uh, Gorsuch on the the Supreme Court bench. And uh, some are talking as well that probably a bit later in the year, there may well be a second uh, vacancy. So if, you know, we could get two solid conservative justices in the space of a year, and again, if they're young enough, like Neil, uh, 49 years old, uh, boy, that could really tip things in our favour for quite some time. Uh, well, as you say, dinosaurs, uh, we're talking people who are into their 80s. Yeah. And uh, so the possibility, and I think no one's uh, hoping this will happen, but the yeah. possibility that that uh, some of those may well die uh, during this particular term of Trump's presidency and uh, and so therefore uh, probably a nightmare for the democrats yeah, that uh, yeah. that there may be more conservative supreme court judges appointed yes that's right there uh, it's part of the reason they didn't want trump to get in uh, knowing how crucial the supreme court is and to fill up a few of these vacancies so uh, it is probably one of the biggest battles uh, we've had of course battles like this before with People like Robert Bork and Clarence Thomas and various others, uh, the left certainly did not want those who would adhere strictly to the U.S. Constitution uh, to get nominated. So they were fought, and some were knocked back, and some got through. But uh, we do have uh, uh, Republicans controlling both houses 
as well as obviously the White House. In fact, the majority of governorships as well. So um, in theory, uh, you get a judge in by 51 out of 100 senators. Uh, the Democrats, are, however, are talking about a filibuster, and the only way to knock that back, you'd need a supermajority of 60, so that could be harder. But then there's also talk of knocking back that option of letting a filibuster basically prevent uh, a nomination process of a candidate. So there's a few uh, political things already going on and being talked about, so we're going to have to wait and see in the days ahead how it pans out. But um, I suppose one pragmatic and one thing that we can uh, take a bit of heart in is a lot of those current senators are kind of living on shaky ground in terms of their own holding on to their own seats. And, of course, in two years' time, there'll be another midterm election. So if they really rock the boat here with this uh, uh, Supreme Court nomination uh, as Democrats, and given that in some of their states Trump won quite handily, they could see themselves being kicked out in two years. So that may help them come back down to earth a little bit and perhaps not be quite as uh, antagonistic as they might be. Your thoughts, Bill, on defending a constitution, Mm. which is what these Supreme Court justices do in the United States. Mm. I imagine that the... Uh, the equivalent here in Australia, of course, is our High Court. Yep. Uh, we hope that our High Court judges will be defending uh, our Australian Constitution. I wonder, though, that uh, Aussies tend not to uh, put on display or put under their judgment the political ideologies and values of our own High Court justices. Any thoughts on on the way that uh, here in Australia we defend our Constitution via our High Court? Yeah, well, it's a similar process, perhaps a little bit more pronounced in America, both in terms of outcomes and who's appointed. I mean, here we've had uh, a mix as well of conservative judges and uh, those of the left. Uh, for example, a, a noted recent judge was, of course, a very out and proud homosexual. So that obviously is going to have some impact if he, if a ruling is to be made on a, a issue involving marriage or homosexuality, uh, where a person is at in that regard can have an impact. So we have a similar situation here where kind of depending on the philosophy and the worldview of the judge, uh, that can help determine where some controversial issues may go. So... Uh, important here as well, but probably gets a bit more discussion in the U.S. A little mention of people praying for their nation, because if I'm reflecting on what's happened in the U.S. and uh, assuming everything goes through for Neil Gorsuch and becoming a Supreme Court justice, it's almost as though it's somehow providential Mm. uh, that he has been appointed or is in that process right now because... Uh, Obama was blocked from appointing his candidate because the numbers weren't there uh, mm. in the other houses. Uh, how do you see these sorts of things unfolding, Bill? Uh, spiritualize a little bit for us here uh, God's providence on the way mm. uh, that yeah. nations and, and, and issues unfold around the globe. Yeah, well, it's a big issue, an important one. Uh, you know, obviously, there's always these interplay between human choices, politics, and decisions that we make, and God's. Uh, controlling interests, if you will. Um, 
I mean, partly it depends on your theology. The more hardcore you are of, say, a Calvinist position, the more you say everything is basically the cause of God and his hand. Uh, so partly that's the, the determined, but even leaving aside theo- theological debates, we have plenty of scriptures about how uh, God does talk about, say, nations and rulers, and he talks, you know, in one place about the heart of the king is in God's hands. You know, he moves it as he will. So we have plenty of texts that do indicate that there is some kind of, uh, you know, God is certainly in charge, he's certainly on the throne, and he does have a keen interest in nations, in our rulers. Um, And uh, so, yeah, we have to believe, well, we know, for example, that a lot of Christians have been, for example, praying about this uh, Supreme Court justice nomination, uh, even right up till the announcement of just recently, uh, Christians even praying in Washington and all around America that a good, solid choice would be made. So God's people work, God's people pray, uh, politicians do their thing, and that, in conjunction with God achieving and working out his purposes, um, well, we've gotten to where we are today because of that. So uh, we keep doing our bit, pray like mad, work like mad, and then we trust God to uh, work out the rest. Well, Bill, we'll monitor this space and uh, we'll talk some more, no doubt, about some of those developments that are happening so far as the Trump presidency and appointments into very important roles in the United States that have an effect, as you say, rightly, not only on the United States, but on the whole world, including us here in Australia. Bill, always love your insights into these issues. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Always great to be with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.